In the beginning, the word was with God. That word became the foundation of all we have, know, and do. That word, Christ, became our hope for the future and a better life with Him. Join us at RCCG Warm and Glory Tabernacle as we dig our roots into His word and grow towards His light. Today we'll be looking at, um, we have been looking, so far we have been looking at divine direction. We have been looking at divine direction. Today we are going to be looking at one more thing, which is, it's actually, we're looking at divine perception. We're going to be starting the series on divine perception. What does perception mean? Perception means to be able to come into an understanding, to be able to know, to be able to conceive, to be able to understand the ability to do that. The dictionary meaning, can somebody open Google perception, the word perception for me, please, from their phone. The ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses. Through the senses. The ability to see, hear, or become aware through the senses. So in essence, what happens is when, you know, we were talking about, um, <laughs> in our house, we were talking about concentration. That's, Omogene was talking about, they were teaching them about concentration in chemistry. And the teacher used the example that if he stands in one part of the room and he farts, it is the people that are closest to him that will know that he has farted if the people at the back of the classroom do not hear it. It is the people closest to him that will find out that he has farted. In other words, they will perceive, they will have an understanding that something has happened. And in the same way, perception is the ability to be able to perceive, to have an understanding that, oh, you know, and that's how we've lived our lives. That we, look, something is happening outside us through our senses. Our senses, what are our senses? They listed it sight, smell, yeah? So when you see something, so the ability to be able to see, right? To be able to see through sight, to be able to see through smell or touch. What are our five? We have five senses. What are as many? To hear, yes. What else? What? Senses. What are the senses? What are the five senses? What are our five senses? Okay, praise the Lord. So, can we remember, you know, part of the things, our text today will be taken from the, the book of Mark. Book of Mark. Let's open to the book of Mark, chapter 6, verse 45 to 56. Verse 45 to 56. Can I have the mic, please? Mark, chapter 6, from 45 to 56. After this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to um, 
Bethsaida while he sent the people home. After telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Late that night, the disciples were in their boats in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then he climbed into the boat, and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. After they had crossed the lake, they landed at Gennesaret. They brought the boat to shore and climbed out. The people recognized Jesus at once, and they ran throughout the whole area, carrying sick people on mats to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he went, in villages, cities, or the countryside, they brought the sick out to the marketplaces. They begged him to let the sick touch at least the fringe of his robe, and all who touched him were healed. All who touched him were healed. So, you see, one of the things that had happened here, and one of the emphasis we're going to look at here is this. Um, in verse 50, it says, Jesus Christ saw, he says he, he, he saw that they were struggling, right, in the boat. And he said he started walking on water. He wasn't going to walk to go and meet them. Right? He was going to, he was just walking to go to the other side. He said they were struggling in the boat. He said, okay, okay, okay. And he now so, okay, I'm going to walk and I'm going past them. It wasn't until after they saw him and then they were afraid. They said, oh, he's a ghost. So it wasn't like, oh, Jesus was walking out to come and meet them. No, he was walking past them. He was, he, Jesus had a mission. He wanted to go somewhere. He says, well, they are struggling with the boat. They have already left me. Okay, I'll, I'll walk and go and meet them. And he started walking on the water to go and meet them. But you see what he said. He said, he said when he saw, they saw him, they were troubled. And they said that, you know, and they were like, <laughs> they were shocked. And he said, no, 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 do not be afraid. It is me. Be of good cheer. He said, uh, the, the part here that he went up to them in the ship. It, wasn't, it was after, that's verse 51. After he saw that they were afraid, he then went to the ship, right? In verse 51, he says, and he said, for they considered not the miracle of the loose, for their heart was hardened. Can you read verse 52 again in your translation? But they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loose. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. They did not understand the miracle of the loose. So in essence, what had happened was that their heart was hardened because they did not understand the miracle. So they didn't understand. So there was a purpose jesus christ was showing them something he was trying to tell them there's this miracle of the loaves is not just to feed the five thousand if every if, if somebody asks you why did god feed the five thousand what will we say because they were hungry well okay but majorly because they were hungry but there was another reason jesus fed the five thousand Right? And he says, but he said they were afraid. So you see, they were afraid. He says they were so in themselves and amazed beyond the measure and wondered because they did not 
understand the miracle. So they were afraid, but then he's walking on water. So what has the walking on water has to do with loaves? Jesus Christ was walking on water. Now they are talking about loaves. He has already done that. They've already gathered all the things that needed to be done. It was the fact that they could not understand. Part of what Jesus Christ was doing was trying to help them to understand, to improve their perception. Okay? So, um, we're going to look at uh, the other verses later on. Let's open to our Bibles to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 18. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 18. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the oh. things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. So it says, so that we should not look on the things that we see right now, but we should look at the things that are unseen. My question to you is, how do you look at things that are unseen? You have something to say? So how do you look at things that are unseen? Not with the... the so the, you were talking about inner eyes, right? So what? So do we have eyes inside? So do we have eyes inside? So which eyes? The eyes of our minds. So our minds have eyes things able to see things so just as just as you see that the, the, the way we talked about perception right the ability to feel the ability to smell the ability to hear the ability you know to touch right so if if you are if this room is dark and you are trying to walk through and you say, and you, you feel around and say, oh, there's something here. I perceive that there's something in my front. If I go forward, I will fall down. I turn and I move. It is our five senses that gives us the ability to survive on this earth without stress. Just as our five senses, that, and that is why when we have the sense of sight, if, if you see people that are not blind, we call them disabled. That they do not have an ability that we have. Right? So we call them... Sorry, people that are blind, sorry. If we see people that are blind, we say they are disabled. Means that they don't have an ability. So we give them preference. Why? Because... They, we, you know, it is a good, their, their lives are harder than those that have sight. Well, we believe that their lives are harder than those that have sight. So we need to be able to give them preference, right? Or the people who cannot hear, the same thing. Or the people who cannot taste or cannot feel through touch. It is a, we call it a disability, all right? And how do we know? And in fact, our ability for these senses are the things that we used to know who is alive. Right? So how do we know those that are alive? How do you know that you're alive? 
you can move, Mr. Niger D, right? You are able to move. You're, you have motion. You are able to think. Yes, sir. You are able to smell. Your senses are working. You are feeling. You are touching. That is how you know that you are alive. Now, if we have, can, we, can I have those, can I have three volunteers for spirit soul bodies, please? Spirit soul body, please. One more person, please. Come, 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 come. Please. Spirit soul body. Spirit soul body. Okay, so we have our volunteers for spirit soul body. Now, if you recall, right? If, 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 this is, a, no. she's representing the body. She's represents, he's representing the soul and he's representing the spirit. Now, if you, if we recall, and, and this is, this is one of the things that we talk about. So where are the five senses? Where are the five senses? Okay. So how do we read or where do, what do we read with? Where is our eyes? So, uh, how do we smell? So, where do we take our decisions? Where? Spirit, soul, body. So, where is our mind? Soul. So, but I thought it is our body that is smelling. It goes from the body to the soul. And it affects how the decisions we take is based on the perception of the body, our five senses. Oh, it's going to rain. I feel cold, right? Oh, it's cold outside. I'm going to get a jacket. So, our, our body, right, gives the information to the soul. And our decisions are based off that. True or false? Yeah? So, if you notice what happens, this is, this is the way we were born. Spirit, soul, body. And if you recollect, our spirit was disconnected from the spirit of God. So, when, the Holy, when we invite the Holy Spirit to come and dwell in us, where does he dwell? So, is the Holy Spirit in our spirit, in our soul, or in our body? The Holy Spirit can come and can go. So, if he is in our spirit, is he overtaking or is he standing with our spirit? He is with our spirit. Okay? For the sake of simplicity, let's say it's like that. Now, if you remember, we said that when, because when we are born, our spirit is what? Dead to God. Our spirit, eh? No, no stimuli from the because we are alive physically, it is our body that sends all the senses across. FYI, for your information, our spirit, for your information, for your information, our spirit also has senses. In the same way, our body does have senses because that is how our spirit communicates to our, our soul and our mind that we take decisions. Spiritual perception 
Physical perception is the ability for your body to be able to communicate with your soul, where your mind, your emotions, all the things that you talk about, all the things that the decisions you make, all the, you know, you say, oh, the food is good. I, I will decide to eat more. Oh, this cake is awesome. I'm going to eat more. Or this tastes bitter. I will spit it out. That is based on the physical senses, which was how we were born. Now, this is how we have lived. I am saying that, or what the Bible is trying to let us understand is that our spirit also has senses. See, the ability for your spirit to come alive, the spirit only comes alive only when you are born again. And when you have received God into your heart, it then becomes that your spirit becomes alive. Question. Are you a spirit or are you a physical human being? A spirit. You are a spirit that has a soul living in a... So you are a spirit. But if... If I say you are a spirit, but your spirit does not hear, you have a disabled. Yes. If you have, so that is why when Jesus Christ was talking, he says, having eyes, they cannot see. They are talking, he's not talking about the physical eyes, he's talking about the eyes of your spirit. Yes, they cannot hear. So your he's saying that your spirit also has ears to hear. The only challenge that we have had is that as a result, what has happened is the fact that because we, are, we, have, we have become so, we have been used to walking, letting our senses fuel our decisions that we do not give the spirit any chance to fuel those decisions because we are dead and that is why our spirits are dead that is why every time that the, the bible says it says walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh was after the spirit and the sp spirit after the flesh. You have a question. So, the spirit lost af was after the the spirit was after the flesh and the flesh after the spirit. Are we together? So, what perception we are talking about is this. It, when you say, "Oh, I have I am I have been 5 years a Christian." I have been 10 years a Christian. I have been 13 years. I have been 20 years. I have been 50 years. Whatever you are saying. Just as a baby, when a baby grows up, is growing up, and we expect that the, some of the checks that we check is that, can you hear? Can you speak? Can you, can, are you able to, are your senses working? And that is one of the things when people are getting older, the first thing that they, 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 they tell, they think they, they start checking, that, or, you know, you, you can correct me because, you know, you might work more with other people, but is they want to always be checking that their senses are still functional. 
that their minds are still good. Their ear, hearing is good. They are, you know, so that if it is a situation where there is, um, what's it called now? If it's a situation where there is, there are situations or, or, or incidents, you first check, uh, after the incident, you now check, are you, can you still hear? You know, and that's why some older people, you start have to speak louder, right? Because their senses are dying. In the spirit, when God looks at your spirit, he sees, when God looks at your spirit, he looks at your spirit and says, are your eyes working? Are your ears working? Can you feel what the spirit is saying to you? Are you able to perceive what I am trying to tell you? That is exactly the same thing that was happening with the disciples. He had decided, one second. He had decided, God had spoken and has said, he said he has shown them the miracle of the loaves. And then he says they were, you know, they were like, because the first instance, they said, uh, can we, are we going to feed all of them? How are we going to find money to feed all of them? They were still walking in the flesh. They were still walking based on what the senses of the flesh, in the flesh, the rules and regulation, is saying the, the flesh is saying, oh, to feed them, we have to have this money, this, we need to be able to do this. He said, you know what? Take, he blessed it and so, in essence, Jesus Christ knew something that they did not know. Remember we said that when we start seeing ourselves as grasshoppers, it is an evidence of something we don't know. When we start seeing giants, it is an evidence of something you don't know. That bully that used to bully you when you were, you know, younger. And then, all of a sudden, one day you summon up courage. And you challenged it and you pushed him a little and he fell down. You just say, ah, you mean I've been afraid of you? It ends today. <laughs> you understand? Are we together? So, just as physical senses are important for your living in this life, it is not that you cannot live without your physical senses. You can still be alive. But what kind of life would that be? If you are deaf, you are dumb, you are blind, you cannot feel, and you cannot, what's the other one? You cannot taste. They give you food you cannot taste. You can't smell anything. So, and you see, those are the, the things, and we've learned that without any of these things, it will become a danger to ourselves. Why? Because we cannot see if there's a giant pit in front of us, we cannot see. We have to make sure that we train ourselves to be able to learn to do it without, you know, learn by using walking stick or being able to do something else. We have to retrain to be able to handle that. Either we do stick by hearing or, but if you cannot hear, right? You, if somebody is calling out to you, there's nothing you can do. So imagine that kind of life for your, for your physical body. Now, if, see, if it's that difficult, now imagine that kind of life for your spirit. 
Imagine that kind of life for your spirit. Your spirit will almost never survive. uh, Let me not put it that way. Let me put it this way. It will be difficult. It will be difficult. It is one of the things that Jesus Christ was trying to get them to understand. Now, if we open our... Let's... um, Go to the same uh, Mark chapter 6. This is, no, Mark chapter 8 this time. So Mark chapter 8. We can go and sit down. Thank you. Mark chapter 8, uh, verse 20, from 27. Disciples went out, out to the towns of Caesarea Philippi and on the road. Sorry, ma'am. I think I made it's from 17. Let's read 17. Mark 8, 17 to 21. And then 29 to 30 to 30. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Jesus being aware of it said to them, why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? Do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets full of fragments did you take off? So he was trying to tell them the reason for, he said this is the actual reason for telling them for, about the miracle. This is, he was explaining it. Yes. They said to him, 12, also, when I broke the seven for the 4,000, how many light baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said, seven. So he said to them, how is it you do not understand? That you still do not understand. So he's saying that he was, he was trying to tell them something. He was trying to say, look, is happening here. I'm trying to let you understand this, the, the things. Don't you understand what we did? How many did we do? Yes, they called. How many did they explained? So what was it for? They don't understand. I don't know. They said, how can you have a mind? I still not understand. Sorry, ma. The, the next one. You said 30. Yes. 30 to, um, 29 to, to 30. Okay. He said to them, but who do you say I am? Peter answered and said to him, you are the Christ. Then he strictly warned them that they should not tell, they should tell no one about it. So another rendition of that same incident said that he then asked and said, he says, you are the Christ. And then Jesus Christ said, flesh and blood has not revealed it to you. In essence, what he was saying is that you are not seen with the eyes of your flesh. You are seen with the eyes of your spirit. So spiritual perception is the enablement of our spirit to be able to see, to be able to hear, to be able to feel, to be able to touch. That is why if you, if you hear that, that song that we sang, it says, channels of my spirit open up. So what that song is saying is, let my spirit grow 
so that it will influence how my how my mind takes decisions it says no boundaries no limits it says open up he's calling out for the spirit his spirit man to grow so disablement in if the once the devil wants to once the devil wants to attack or you know you see the scripture that we read. He says, a wise man or a man that has perception, a perceptive man will see danger coming. With which eyes? With which eyes? With the eyes of his spirit. So it is important that we live our lives not as mere human beings, but as spirits. So you said, you, when I asked you, what kind of person are you? You said you are a spirit. Are you living your life as a spirit or as a man? A fleshly man? Is that what you are doing? And that is why Ephesians 1.18. Let's go to Ephesians 1.18. Ephesians 1.18. Ephesians 1.18. If you get there, please read. With light. So I pray that your heart will be flowing. Where is your heart? Where is your mind? In your soul. Flooded with light. Another translation says that the eyes of your understanding be opened. So that you can see something of the future he has called you so that share. you might see something of the future that what what did you say ma that that you that you may do what what does your translation say that you may know not some not some so the reason listen the reason for your spirit to be opened that, that you may be flooded with light is why so that you may so that you can see something of the future something of the future so in a sense so that you may know what is going to happen in the future you know now we are, remember we talked about two kinds of knowledge there is the Logos, and there's the Rema. The Logos is the one that says, this is the, the, the Bible, this is what it is. The Rema is what God reveals to us. It is that revelation. How does Rema come? It, is only, it only comes, number one, that your spirit is alive. Number one. Number two, that the eyes of your spirit are open. of your spirit the bible says that the god of this world has done what blinded the eyes of the people that are perishing so that they cannot even though they can see something they will not know what is going to happen even though it is that they will see the fact that things are happening they can they can see but they, they have eyes but they cannot see 
Are we together? Sorry, Mark, can you continue reading, uh, continue reading that scripture? You can see something of the future. He has called you to share. I want you to realize that God has made rich. God has made rich because we who are Christ have been given to him. So, he says, he says God has made us, made us what? Rich, right? So, you see, part of the challenge is this. The challenge that we have as Christians is how to translate what is in our spirit to what is in our flesh. Because our spirits are not alive or are not growing. We are not growing our spirits. That is why we do not know. And because we do not know, what happens? We take our decisions based on what we think we know, which is from the flesh. So, decisions. For example, when Jesus, uh, sorry, when God told, um, you know, the, when God, because recently, because we have been looking at divine direction, there are some things that God will instruct you that will not, will not even make sense to the flesh. But you, this is an instruction from God. You are aware that this is, I have been instructed from God to do this. It will not make sense at all because going by the senses of the flesh, you have, it, it does, it does, one plus one does not make two. Then you now decide if you do, you say, and that is why after you have perceived it, it, you now, it is now left for your mind to decide. So look at Jesus Christ, what he was doing. He said, he was telling them, uh, he, he did miracles. Why did he just come out and say, I am, the, I, am, I am the Messiah? Why didn't Jesus Christ just come out and tell them? So, so people could, so could follow him willingly? Not just that. That is true. Of their mind. The eyes of their spirit. Not the eyes of their mind, sir. Because this mind, the eyes, he wanted them to be able to perceive it. And the moment one of them perceived it, he said, flesh and blood has not revealed it to you. He said, this has been revealed to you. In other words, he was talking about Rema. This has not come to you. So he, all he was trying to do was open their, the eyes, the understanding. Open the eyes of their understanding. So sometimes when God does miracles in our lives, it is not for just to feed you. When God does certain miracles or when God gives you certain things or blesses you, or give, it is not just to feed you. It is that the eyes of your understanding be opened. That is why you can look at a scripture Right? You can memorize it in two minutes, but you will not understand because it has not come into, from your spirit into your mind. And as long as that communication between the spirit to your mind is not working, it will be difficult. It will not be easy. Because don't forget, all our lives we have been training ourselves to walk by the flesh. All our lives we have been training ourselves to walk by our senses. One plus one equals two. How do you do one plus one for the, for, to feed, use five loaves to feed 5,000 people? 
<laughs> so he said, so if you imagine dividing 5,000 loaves into for, you know, the Bible says he fed all of them, they were full, and then they gathered on top of that. For some of us, it might be that God is saying that I will supply your needs. But you are saying that I need to calculate how my needs will be supplied. Didn't he, didn't he make more than 5,000 loaves of bread? Because it said they filled them till they were full. Yes. So one loaf the people bread. ate. So I'm not saying that he made 5,000 loaves. He didn't, the, the, the loaves did not multiply and multiply. He said he blessed it. He broke it and handed it over. So they didn't get one whole loaf each. They just kept eating bread. So pass me more. And they just kept eating bread, the bread and fishes. Well. Exactly. Which is what he was trying to let them understand. The fact that he was providing divine provisions. That until we are able to access those things from our spirit, we will not access the provisions that he has. You have a question, sir? Uh, is because it's the same way uh, is the same way God fed the children of Israel in the wilderness because where where the food they eat in the wilderness come from is from above mm, is manna not, from above not quite sir the reason why is this from the manna in the in 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 during the time of the children of Israel God just got it from heaven. He just poured it out from heaven. So, and his instruction was, take only the one you want to eat. If you take more than what you can eat for the day, it will spoil. So there was nothing they had to do other than just obey those instructions. Follow these instructions and it is okay. Just eat the one that they give you. you can, take the one you can eat. The one that is okay. Don't keep, keep, get to keep. But this one, he wanted the eyes of their understanding to open. That is why Jesus Christ never came out to tell them, you know what? I am the Messiah. I am here. And you know, this is what's going to happen. It, it, they had to have grown in their spirit enough for them to have, to have been able to receive it. And not all of them received it, only one. And then it wasn't until after they received it, he now says, see that you tell nobody. Because when you try to start to reason things of the spirit in the flesh, it will not make sense. For example, the Bible says a day is like a, a thousand years is like a day before God. How do you reason that? So if you imagine, that means that we, on earth we have only lived how many days in God's eyes? Two days plus. Now imagine you talking about your past. God will say, what past? It no, it happened like uh, three years ago. No, God says that. No, no, no. It's still the same day. It's still the same day. It's not, it's not anything. Oh, it happened five, 50 years ago. No, it's still the same day. It was just some, just, just as the way my, my, my wife's auntie used to say, it's not long. It's, it's, not, it's not long. It's, it wasn't, it's not long. Now, what does that mean? What does it mean? It means that the way time happens in... The way time happens in the spirit 
It's not the way time happens in the flesh. God and the things of the spirit are not time bound. What does that mean then? It's like when in the flesh you are calculating, ah, I'm getting older. I'm getting, you know, I have to do this quickly or else time will go. God is saying, No, the vision is for an appointed, an appointed time. time. Oh, wait for it. It may tarry. But it will not tarry. And it, you're like, I, 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 I've I'm been waiting. Like they're confused. You are saying it will tarry. Then you are saying it will not tarry. I should just, you know. As, yeah. And, and now, now imagine when you now start saying things like, eh, God, you know how many times I have come to you? God does. Or you start saying things like, I've been a Christian for how long have I been a Christian now? You have not done anything for me. Because he looks at your spirit and sees that you are still a baby. That your spirit is still the size of uh, an infant. So there are things. So you see that God is always speaking. So much so that for them to be able to understand it, that is why he told Jeremiah, Go to the house of a potter. I will speak to you there. There's something I'm trying to explain to you that you will not, it will not understand. Now imagine God is trying, God in his divinity, he's trying to take the whole of creation and try to squeeze it in your tiny brain. So God in himself is trying, to, because one of the things he's trying to let us do is to expand our boundaries. Expand the way we think. So when we understand, so when the eyes of our, this is just the eyes of our understanding. When the eyes of our understanding is opened, what happens? We are able to see. Look at the scripture we read in Proverbs. We're able to see what is coming in the future. So in the same way, you know what we call imagination? Is the eyes of our spirit. So when we imagine, so these chairs, for example, these chairs, how was it created? It was created by somebody just looking, just going, well, we could do this, we could do this, we could do this, we could sketch something. What is happening? They are seeing with the eyes of their spirit and they are transferring it to the physical. That is why we call, that's what we, we normally call the creative process. Why? Because we are creating something. We are looking at it with, we call it our mind's eye, and we are putting it down. So that is why sometimes what happens is that there are ideas, right, that are inspired by the Spirit, Is that are inspired by the spirit. That is why it is important about inspiration. Where we get inspiration from. Where God inspires us. Because part of what happens, you know, part of what happens is the fact that we don't get, we get, inspi we don't get inspired by God. We get inspired by the devil. Well, people, not you. That is why it is important to be to make sure that you are inspired by God. And quickly, we'll just round up for today. 
how do we determine that we are, how do we determine, make sure, we'll continue next week, how do we make sure that we are inspired by the Holy Spirit? One of the things or the very first ways is using the tools that God has given us for hearing from him. Develop those tools. Number one is his word. So that you find out that reading the Bible not only creates, you know, gives your soul, I mean, uh, things to feed on, but it also improves or grows your spirit's eyes and ears and senses. It grows your spiritual perception. Because don't forget, it's what we know that helps us to take the decisions that we take. That is how a person, you know, right now, unfortunately, it's, the way we have looked in our life and in our lifetime, it has become a big thing. It has become abused. That is when somebody can look from the spirit and see something, certain things happen. People abuse it now. They will say, uh, you are being weird. But there are some times that you know some things. Nobody tells you some things. You just know. When you are spiritual, you just know. That certain things are happening. Oh, I, I know there's something I'm feeling. I feel like I need to call somebody. Oh, there's certain things I'm feeling. I feel I need to speak to somebody. Oh, there are certain things I'm feeling. I feel I need to do something. Those things, the things that, and we hide it. Why? Because we cannot explain it. Because we hide it, we cannot explain it. That, that's why, so that we, because we cannot explain it. So they say, oh, so that they will not say, they will not say. So by all means, by all means, try and understand something. You need to be able to develop your spirit. And coming, it's like we will need to understand. You see, because... Hmm. Developing your spirit does not, being a Christian doesn't mean that you are able to develop your spirit, number one. Number two, all those that develop their spirits, they are not all Christians. So people that are not Christians can develop their spirit to be able to, it will be different from the Holy Spirit, but they are able to develop their spirit to communicate with other spirits. And any spirit, the Bible says, that's why Jesus Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. If anyone comes to the Father, he must come through me so that there's no, it disqualifies any other channel, any other spirit. Why, you know, you people are able to understand certain things that are happening. You see some people out there, they'll be able to replicate the miracles of God. Just as Moses, when uh, God was sending Moses to the Israelites, the magicians were able to replicate the same thing. Right? 
you find out that you have that, you know, people that are in the occult, they are able to say, oh, they, they will do this, they will do that. Some people are actually connected. So one, one story of a, a man and a, a daughter trying to kill the, kill the, the, mom, the mom. It's a different story for a different day. Because they're the different story. But my point is this. My point is this. At the end of the day, there might be certain things that are happening that you feel in your spirit. The point is, do not ignore. <laughs> yes, ma. You have you raised your hand. You raised your hand. Please, sister, actually raise the hand first. Yes, ma. Like this, like that. Do you say it? No, so part of what you see, part of the things that happen is this. We hear this thing. Sometimes God forces it on us. Sometimes God forces on us and we don't know what to do. So because we don't know what to do, we leave it alone. Just as a child, what happens when a child is unable to, is hearing for the first time or is walking for the first time, is touching for the first time, he will make mistakes. But you have to, don't say, you have to not say, oh, I've made a mistake. There's no point in trying again. We talked about it when we are talking about getting led from God, by God. If God is going to lead you, if God is going to start communicating with your spirit, you have to know that you will make mistakes and remove that fear from along the way. I will make mistakes. So what? Happened. I was sitting down. We are having lunch. We are having lunch, and uh, this lady was like direct in front of me. And I look at her and I said, "Just pray. If not, your marriage is quarter to twelve. And I don't know what. But you that, just sensed it, and you said it. I just said it. And she went back, and she was telling them, "How did she know that she is right?" And she's thinking of. Like living in marriage and all that. And she told them, I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, because she said, because it is the, the fact that people are Christians, they don't, they, they are not the Christian of these days or that we have now are people that have not developed their spirit, but witches have. So witches have, have made it a point to tell or advertise or broadcast that to say that, oh, they have developed their capacity. I thought it would be like, like that person that um, Saul went to, mm -hmm. the per person that was able to speak. The witch to. of Endor, yes. 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 You know, so is it those type of witch, as in, does it come with the package of witches? No. <laughs> let, let me explain a little bit. Yeah. She said she looked. And she felt. She saw. Yeah. And she perceived. Mm. Something is happening. You without need to pray. Without, yeah. without being told. Mm -hmm. Without being. Without. 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 Now, you see, in that situation, I, it's not whether or not what happened. What, how, how we deal with it. We will look at it. And because of our time, mm -hmm. we will look at it. We will look at it as in the coming weeks. But the fact that it is better you saw that you did not see at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Told her like that she should pray. It was later find out that their their family, the women, they don't last in their marriage. They don't last in their marriage. Yeah, it was because I, I went to her and I said, I said sorry, but you just the thing just came out of me. Because mind. we do not know how to explain it, and because this world has accepted Christianity to be 
you come to church, you sit down, and you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uncomfortable. When I was in university, yes, I remember that I constantly would look at people, fellowship, you know, mm-hmm. and go and say to people, oh, I, I feel like, you know, and I was uncomfortable. Oh, on point. And I would have people break down, start crying, but I was uncomfortable. And I know that with giftings and all, we must, it's muscles, we build muscles. It's not this. If we do not try, you will not do it. So if you suppress, it will not it won't work. It won't work. It's as simple as your mouth is yours. You must mm-hmm. open your mouth. We will look at it as, uh, we will look at all that as we go on. But the whole point is this, that what we are trying to understand today, number one, you know, we we were just looking at being led of the spirit, how to be led. We looked at divine direction, your mindset to be led. We looked at your attitude. What kind of attitude should we have? We looked at the fact that when we are being led, how do we, what are the avenues that God will lead us and what should we do? So now we are looking at the fact that just as we have, we are spirits, we are spirit beings. We're not just ordinary. So please, yes, ma'am. Yes. One of the problems that we have as Christians is that we disconnect God from everyday living. Mm -hmm. So we are like God is in charge of spiritual matters. He is not, but it's a danger because God wants to lead us in everything. Sometimes something as simple as what we wear, and that can be a matter of life and death. Mm. When we were in Lagos, I remember someone shared that and he never left me. He said in the morning that day, he felt a strong, he had laid out what was going to wear, but he felt a strong impression not to wear that because it was a red colored t-shirt. Mm. So he didn't wear it, but he was like, why is God talking to me? Or why do I feel why like do I, I, feel I should not wear this? And then he went out. He was coming back through Oshodi in the night. In those days when they used to burn people, when they say, tiff, tiff, you know, mm-hmm. apparently someone had stolen and was wearing a the red, red shirt. And he said that, they said, you know, they were looking, they said, and they grabbed somebody in the red shirt and said, it's not me, it's not me. It's not, you know, and, he, and that, that they said to him, that would have been That you. would have been you. <laughs> was, he never left me, but I'm like, really? Wow. So small things, that can be a matter of life and death. Don't take that route to work. Mm. Be shooting there. Mm. I, I mean, maybe we don't understand insecurity here, but I felt like that on the way in the morning. And mm. then came back in there and I said, oh. This was happening in that area. At 6 a.m. and I would have been there then. Mm. So it's small things. Okay. You won't even sit the same place. No, but, but, but these are some of the things we want to start to look at. The only thing that's... We only think, the only thing about dealing with things that cause us discomfort is actually to talk about them. This is what, now imagine somebody talked to you or when you became a Christian, somebody had talked to you, had taught you about the gift that God had given to you. So you find out that such giftings remain dormant in our lives. And then because the eyes of our understanding is not open, we go through life struggling. We We cannot see the future. Our life is not flooded with light. We cannot see the things that are happening. We cannot perceive. Then we go like blind spiritually. 
So it determines a lot of things, who you talk to. And that you see that sometimes, anyway, our time is, is over. Let's, let's, let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. To our feet. Because part of, part of the things we have been praying this year is that this is our year of growth. But we cannot, we cannot be growing being toddlers in the spirit. Now we can, you know, it, we might, it, it might be uncomfortable for us, but let's ask God that God help us to grow spiritually. Help us to grow spiritually. Because being able to, you know, the, 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 being able to have our senses about us, that means that the Bible says there are many that are led by the spirit of God. They are the sons of God. That means that you can, there is a channel of communication. There's a channel of feedback. There's a channel of communication. There's a channel of feedback. There's a channel where God can speak to you. There's a channel that God can stop you. The, the, the scripture we read, it says, he leads me beside the still water. He makes me to lie down. Why? Because he's leading you. Because he's telling you. He's correcting you. He's changing you. He's trying to let you understand the things that are coming. The things that are you should do. Do this. Do that. Don't do it this way. Do it this way. Open your eyes. Close the door. Wear this. Do not wear this. Go here. Don't go here. Sleep. Wake up. There are so many things. There's so many decisions. 35,000 in a day. 35,000 in a day. God lead us. God lead us. God lead us. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Shall we share the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Tell yourself, say, surely, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Point to one person and tell the person, say, surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Thank you for investing your time in listening. Start a new adventure with us by reaching out on phone at 306-850-4356 through our website at www.rccgwgt.ca or follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Warm and Glory Tabernacle, birth in His glory, creating a place of God's presence and establishing His kingdom on earth.